Anyone who can tell me what it means when you get to the end of a piece and there's a DC. Oh, well, I would be delighted to enlighten you. That DC, I'll even tell you where it's from. It's Italian. And it's for a short for da capo, which means back to the beginning. Now, I only know that because I Googled it last night. But I do know that when I was a little kid and I was learning to play the piano, pretty reluctant student, generally eager to finish practicing whatever piece I was working on, it always elicited a groan to get finally to the end of a piece and see those two letters, DC, go back to the beginning, play the whole thing all over again. Any parents here this morning in the crowd? Excellent, okay. You guys like getting presents for your kids? Have you ever gotten like the perfect gift for them? More interestingly, have you ever gotten a gift for them that just went terribly, terribly wrong? I'm going to assume that resounding silence is an absolutely yes, which makes me feel better because this week we got my daughter Alice a present. She turned one and a half years old. I know, it's a big deal, so we got her a big present. We got her a scooter. It's really cool. It's blue. It's got a round handle. It's got three wheels. It's even got this little removable seat, so while she's too small to stand and scoot, she can sit and scoot around. It's very, very cool. We were very excited to give it to her. We made this big presentation, and <laughs> she was confused by this contraption. She, she was interested in it, definitely, but not in actually riding it. She's been pushing it around in front of her like a shopping cart. <laughs> now, I think she has the general idea, like yesterday she enlisted my help in duct taping her baby to the seat so she could push the baby around, but I, I don't really know what's gonna happen with that. Got any taxpayers in the crowd this morning? Woo-hoo, yeah, forget about Holy Week at Easter. It is tax week this week, right? I will not ask how many of you waited until the very last possible minute or longer. You know what they say, though, right? Nothing is certain except death and taxes. Really? You sure? We'll see about that. Oh, it's Easter, people. It is the high mark of our church year. It is the cornerstone of our faith. It is the celebration of God's resounding, decisive, emphatic victory of life over death. And so interesting, isn't it, that in today's gospel reading, there is not much in that story that sounds resounding, decisive, or emphatic in any way. This version from the Gospel of John. We have a couple... In this one, it's early. It's still dark out. It has been a crazy week. Mary and the disciples are still reeling from the events of the last couple days, right? Judas' betrayal, Peter's denial, Jesus' execution, and now on top of all of that, Mary can't find the body. Someone must have stolen it. And so now... Not only can they not have Jesus there with them, they can't even have his body. They can't even care for his body with the honor that it so clearly deserves. So then what? Anger, confusion, desperation, grief? The disciples running and racing 
peering this way and that, believing the worst, giving up, going home. And then Mary, just standing there, totally at a loss, all alone, finally, of course, just breaks down and weeps. So in all of that, when was the moment of big victory? When did the resurrection happen? Because it did. Was it like some unknowable moment in the night when just like that, the body disappears from the tomb? Is it earlier than that when Jesus is still on the cross and he hangs his head and he says, it is finished? Is that the end of this reading when the disciples finally believe Mary's news? Is it later in the story, later that evening, when Jesus appears in the flesh before all of the disciples and says to them, well, <laughs> I'm not actually going to tell you what Jesus says to them because that is next weekend's scripture lesson and I don't want to give it away, but it is really good. Is it when Mary is kneeling there and weeping and not realizing that the Lord of heaven and earth who just defeated death itself is standing right behind her? Or is it when Jesus says her name and Mary turning sees all of this for the miracle that it is? Don't know. Do know that if we don't believe or don't understand the miracle of resurrection, we are in really good company. Really good company. But resurrection, it's not something we believe in or understand. It's something we experience. Because resurrection is not just something that happened. It's something that happens. Something that is happening all around us every single moment of every single day. A million tiny, ordinary, insignificant little miracles unfolding all around us. Each one of them a fingerprint of God upon this world. So, the smell of growing things, newly turned up soil after a rain, resurrection. The moment that fish is finally on your line. Tigers roar of triumph at winning the masters. Fireworks exploding overhead. No, you know what it is? It's this. Picture this. In the background, every single pot and pan that you own, dirty and splayed out across the counters. But in the foreground, a home-cooked meal. It's the affirmation that comes from a surprising source. Someone you would never expect, recognizing and voicing the very best of who you are. It's the people who show up at the funeral, sharing a story that you had never heard before about someone that you've loved and lost. It's thousands of Parisians singing Ave Maria as the Notre Dame Cathedral burns. It's our Lent offering, shattering every record and goal on behalf of people that we've never even met, but feel so unbelievably connected to. It is bread coming out of the oven, butterfly coming out of chrysalis, self-consciousness giving way to self-confidence in the lives of the young people that we know and love. Resurrection, people, is life's resounding yes to life in all of its many and varied forms. But it's not something that is like cheap or light or, or easy or pain-free. Because resurrection is the kind of dawn that breaks most often after a long, dark night. 
So it's those moments when you reach what you thought was going to be the end. And you find out it's actually a beginning. It's the moments when you know that whatever you've done has been forgiven. And whatever's been weighing you down, it is rolled away. It is the bold and brave belief that death and destruction are never going to have the last word. And it is the totally exciting and slightly terrifying truth that nothing in life is certain, except for maybe taxes. Nothing in life is certain because God is not finished writing this story. That's all a gift. Resurrection is totally, completely gift, 100%. It's not like a reward that we get for finally behaving well enough or finally believing the right things or God finally deciding enough punishment had been doled out. No. It's like the gift that you give your kids because you know them and you delight in them and you think that they're going to love it. So, I don't know what Alice is going to do with that scooter. Maybe it's always going to be a shopping cart. Maybe it's going to collect dust somewhere. But I prefer to imagine her zooming up and down the sidewalks a million miles an hour, totally fearless, wind in her hair, huge grin on her face, just alive, you know, just totally alive. It is Easter, people, and Easter requires nothing from us, not a thing. No dress code, no to-do list, no entrance exam, nothing. It's just like this giant invitation from God. Jump on, join in. But don't forget to wear your helmet because it is going to be a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs>